0: To Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network.
1: to do welcome to fresh take bootlegs and b-side Joshua, adam william Marathon with the talented sexy dangerous the debonair the co-host of the rundown podcast it's Devin seal
0: did i just get promoted and you didn't tell me
1: no you've always had that side but we you literally a never used that you've never used that one time in 10 years Well, because we're on a different podcast that's how you promote devon
0: oh, okay good speaking to know. Of
1: which speaking of actual promotions and the other side, the one, the only, it's Nick Picks, who is now an official member of not just this podcast, but a 7K Pick podcast, me and the Senator.
2: What's going on, guys?
1: Nick did a really good job last week on 7K Picks. Go check out that. We'll have more coming out this week. But we're going to pump into, not just because Devin's wearing the orange life preserver, we're going to jump back the in. The bubble vest the bubble vest we're going to jump back into the art and jump back to 2003 a absolute banger year for music this is this is one of those big we could have saved this one for a comic expo that's how good this year is where were you in 2003 we will start with nick and i love the AFI uh, shirt by the way nick
2: yeah right you know got yeah, to where's they're, your band
1: they're... shirt got
0: to do it you got the bubble though, so
2: it's a pass Yeah,
0: they Man, won't sure. fit so I, I was a different person back then i didn't mm-hmm. hit puberty yet
2: mm-hmm. um is that a muse shirt before we get started um yeah, sure. that might be uh there might be a little hint of what's to come um for sure so that's a yeah. great pick uh 2003 um yeah you know i might uh it might have been the footlocker years i'm trying to remember it's 2003 2004 So this is, you know, it's really stepping into kind of my own person, I guess, in 20, you know, when I was I was 22 years old, um, you know, kind of leaving the the teenage years behind and really stepping into the 20s. Um, And this music had a lot to do with it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I can remember where I was for every single one of these songs, um, probably every single one of the songs that you guys picked. So this is this is near and dear to my heart. This is you know this is this is a special one for me for sure.
1: Yeah, Dev, where were you in two
0: thousand three? Uh firmly like grade eight or nine.
1: Oh my god, I feel old.
0: No, I well, I mean, so true, Nick, Nick, you mentioned like how you will remember like basically where you were when you heard all every one of these songs, and it's so true for people in their twenties mm. because. If, if, your, if your teens dictate your, your taste, your 20s are where you curate your taste and where you really go like, oh, this is good. And this is the good version of what I liked when I was younger. So uh, 2003 like, comes at a really weird time. Uh, you talked about, Josh, how we could do 2003 as a comic expo one. I think 2004 is an even
1: bigger year. Uh, about like- 2005, by the way, because that is H-Town... Period. It's we'll two thousand five. It's like, H down life.
0: We two thousand three is kind of just the start of like the indie revival from the eighties, right? So
1: indie you, revival and hip hop becoming mainstream.
0: Exactly. Like my twenty songs that because we're we're gonna up it to twenty with the advent of CDs. Like it, it's firmly within two camps, but all like every single one of these songs, I think you guys will know at least most of the lyrics too. Like this is basically. The, the grade eight version of like Devin's karaoke. Hell
1: yeah. Hell so yeah.
0: much, so much breakup music.
1: Oh God. I can't <laughs> <laughs> so much breakup music. <laughs> uh, for me, so this is the year I'm graduating. Um, so kind of like with Nick was saying, like I remember certain things I'll talk about. I remember hearing at certain points in high school, because this is the latter year, of, uh, of being in high school and then getting ready to kind of go in and, you know, on the personal side, I come from a Mormon family. and This is the years I'm kind of transplanting to my own ideology and be like, eh, you know what, this Mormon thing's not really for me. And starting to kind of go to clubs and all that kind of stuff and hearing certain of music there and making mixtapes for friends. Like I didn't have my license exact when I was 18. So my goal was that people would drive me because I made the best mixtapes. So, and I, I, the cool thing about this is uh, some of those, the fataculars and all those kind of things, I I got to go through a bunch of CDs last night. I I just plugged in and listened to a lot of CDs last night from like my high school years. And uh, that was like, I made stuff for the teams and like, I'd make cassette tapes and people would drive me to wherever I went because I was the DJ and I made these cassette tapes and I learned how to kind of, and this is, I think where I got like the start of my broadcast side of things is i get the little plug-in mic, and I remember saving it for this one microphone, so I could plug it into the boombox, and be like, yeah, you're listening to KZZWX, but nothing but the hits, nothing but the hits, nothing but the motherfucking hits. Monster trucks on Sunday? Yeah, and doing that shit in between, and just like, um, the teams all wanted my my tapes, and uh, anyone that I drove with doing that, and they even kind of do a little bit of DJing at parties, and a little bit for the Mormon dances as well, so um, I was kind of in my bag at this time for hip hop, and that I was telling Nick and I was telling you, Dev, like this tape is so weird because I, I find it's a little bit of personal stuff that I knew got cl- crowds bumping. There's going to be, Nick was talking about it too. There's going to be one or two in here hidden gems that at first you're going to be like, what? And then when you when I tell you, we're like, holy shit! I have not thought about that song literally in 20 years. But and I and I probably hadn't heard thought about it in 15 years. I'm like, wow, this was one of the go to jams. There's obviously some monster hits this year, but there is some gems this year and some real standout for some legendary artists as well. And like I was saying to Dev too, like this is the breakout for hip hop, but this is also while I was in my hip hop head being in playing basketball and all that. This is also when slightly indie rock and rock starts to creep in a little bit for me. Not all the way, but the door is like ajar. (laughs)
0: Well, the music industry felt so – I don't want to use the word authentic because it's clearly not the case for a lot of radio stuff, especially in the 2000s. But it felt um, less serious or maybe even – This is also
1: peak line wire too. For sure.
0: But even what I mean to say is like all the music that I have on my playlist feels fun. Even if the yeah. subject matter was serious, like the music industry was like, it was pumping out manufacturing artists, manufacturing hits, manufacturing, I guess would be MTV plays because YouTube hadn't been vented yet. Yeah. Radio songs, right? And it's just like, there's something really cathartic about singing a lot of these songs, even if they are hurtful and painful at the top of your lungs with friends and cars.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: through with artists, uh, a lot of them were coming up at this point in time. But artists that basically just exploded on the scene in yeah. terms of pop culture, like we didn't, we didn't have the idea of SoundCloud where these guys had like, or these no, artists had, that had a, Piff. We didn't have like artists with two thousand rabid followers. We yeah. they went from like nothing, maybe they were busking on a street corner to getting a record deal to then releasing a single.
1: Yeah, and it's just uh, like, damn,
0: that's just it's just a cool, cool time.
1: Nick, how would you say your identity, you talked about kind of finding your former music, how would you say your identity for music was changing or molding at this time?
2: Um, You know, growing, growing up, I listened to a lot of um, funk and soul, and then I kind of found punk rock, and that was where I was in my teenage years, skateboarding, you know, bad religion, Pennywise, no effects, but also the hip-hop, you know, like I was... In Wu Tang, Beastie Boys, like these, like it was kind of like every every time, every everybody asks the questions to like, oh, go what music are you into it. I say everything. It's like I literally can listen to anything and kind of identify with something in any genre, yeah. and that's kind of where it was. And you know, two thousand three was was big. You know, a lot of rap. There's a lot of metal on here, a lot yeah. of rock. You know, um, and again, to to Devin's point, it's so many you know, newer artists kind of stake their claim this year, you know, with 50 Cent, with Beyonce as a solo artist. Like, these people, like, there was no... It's almost like a passing of the torch here because there was nobody, you know, previous to that where, like, you know, like they, you don't see the Madonnas on here. You don't see the Michael Jacksons on here. You don't see any of those artists. It's all newer, upcoming artists that Staying are really hitting the, the scene. And,
1: and, it's interesting, too. There's not, like pop like I thought there would be like there's not this big pop bubble Timberlake has his record come out the year before Britney has her record come out the next year so we're kind of in between the the two two of the bigger pop stars but as I was also saying Nick it's also kind of hip-hop is pop now it's kind of becoming and going into the mainstream like when I went to Spotify or Apple and I went pop hits a lot of them were hip-hop it was like 50 Cent or um you know Joe Budden and whatnot. Like, yeah, or Chingy. Yeah, like it, these were, these were, pop, these were considered pop hits, not just hip hop hits. And you can appreciate this as much. I don't know if Devin will appreciate this as much. This is where we were working at the time. I was working at Safeway and I was trying to sneak in stuff to uh, the, the sound that we had on there at times. And you working at Foot Locker. But when we played versions of songs and the radio was doing this at the time, and I don't think kids today would understand this, when they would have uh, like girlfriend with Nelly, for example, they would take Nelly out of it because like, we're not playing the rap first on it. And I remember the first time they played girlfriend with Nelly's verse. I was like, Holy shit. They use the Nelly oh. verse. This is crazy. Or I remember walking into a Foot Locker and they had, they had like the hip hop verse and an R and B song, which they just was weird at that point because hip hop wouldn't have it. And then this is the year where on the radio and in public, you're starting to get those verses from pop songs and R and B songs and kind of be embraced fully. And even you talk, you talked about the rock being the same way.
0: Screw uh screw the metaverse. I want to live in the Nellyverse. The, ne- <laughs>
1: the Nellyverse.
0: <laughs> so good. Quote it. Trademark it. That's it. I don't think I have a single Nelly song on my album, but I, it might be the name now. Nellyverse volume one. There it all is. Right. I love it.
1: So this is a little bit different than the uh, the other ones we've done. As you know, the other ones we kind of all picked by categories. This time we just threw it out. And we like, yo, just make the best mixtape you can. Uh, I, I tried to make a, a, the best flow I can for this. I, I don't know, how do you guys want to do it? Because I kind of, I did kind of break mine up in a way of like different phases of mine. So I don't know, how how did you guys go about making your lists?
2: Yeah, I did that too. You can see the beginning is going to be, it's a lot of rap. And then it kind of, you know, slowly yeah, goes into the,
0: the, the darker,
1: sadder times of the 20s. Dev, what did you do? Did you just yeah, pick did. 20 tracks? Or you have like a kinda, flow to it? Well, I
0: I don't I did uh I did kind of like two two groups of ten. Yeah. Uh so I have like I have like a hip hop side and a rock and a rock side, exactly just as you guys described. Um we could do in groups of two if you want to do two. I, I think songs just go however once. you had
1: it. Cause like mine's kind of in groups of three or four, how I have it. Well, why not you? Why don't you just explain
0: like when the groups end? We'll do one yeah. song at a time. And then yeah. I'll tell it, like, you'll know my last song for group for side one and the first of side two or whatever. Sure. So
1: yeah, but like we, goes... talked,
0: we talked really briefly just about adhering to the rules that we had established, which was a lot easier on cassette tapes. But then when we got to the 2000s, like this is such a pivotal year. It's funny that we all kind of 2003 is a big year for all three of us, but at different phases in our life. And I don't think we've really, we've only done a few of these, but we haven't really experienced that yet. Where like, as I talked about me finding my musical taste is really established in this year, but Nick, for you, like you've, you've curated it and now, you know, what's good and what's not good, even though we're listening to like the same genres of music. So I think we just, we just go for it. Uh, I actually did research this time, so I am more prepared than, than before. So I'm willing to talk about anything really. So whatever the order doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I mean, just kind of, I think you just kind of go one at a time and say, like, how you, like, because mine's broken down, I think, into, like, four or five spots, like I said. So I'll just kind of go to where I have my breakup and go through those songs, and you guys can do whatever you want to. So who wants to start off?
0: Kevin after, after you. Kevin oh, after you. You're so good. <laughs> as the as the youngest, I suppose?
1: Yes. Um, there it is.
0: Okay, I'm not going to tell you the title of my my mix CD yet. But it's it's such a great name. It, my I think I got one good thing going for me in this podcast since my names, uh, the first song, uh, Billy Talent, try honesty. Here we go, right? Like a little bit of actually, you know what I thought would be rather difficult around this time, especially as. I think I can I can thank much music for it, but at the same time, I thought the introduction of like MTV to Canada was around this time too, which would have made it a lot harder. Canadian content is really easy to find in the two thousands. Like, you can't go five feet without stumbling over either a Canadian rock band that may have never made it to the U.S. or someone who blew up like Nelly Furtado or I mean, swollen members is around this time. Like, some forty one, some forty one, Our Lady Peace, um sean paul even though he's not Canadian, he's kind of like honorary canadian
1: claire cardi like it's cra- it's
0: absolutely crazy so i mean we're 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 hitting a lot of balls out of the park with i do feel really disappointed talent, that i have
1: but... no can con on my whole list
0: friggin that shania twain has that song yeah the, you could be forever and always kind of thing like you can you can find them even just by accident but anyways try honesty like Probably as Nick, you mentioned, like the introduction to kind of hard rock, this was like my introduction to hard rock Now, whether or not it stands up the test of time in terms of like you know, is this the hardest thing I've ever listened to? like of course not. but for a 13 year old boy who's like listening to music without his parents being around, like that was pretty hard at the time.
2: I really like that song and I think it's funny because when you talk about you know the Canadian bands, bands specifically hitting the American airwaves, Billy Talent. Three Days Grace, Alexis on Fire, Sum 41. Mm -hmm. It's like some of these bands still are still touring today, you know, and they hit that that radio success in America, and it was a little bit of a harder edge. I mean, you had the Nickelbacks and whatnot, but I think that kind of that heavier side of things, it's interesting that Canada was kind of known for that around this time.
0: Yeah, like we cornered the market on mid-2000s punk music. Yeah.
1: 100%. do you got you you have kind of a flow here, Dev? Are you just going song by song?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go song by song. It's like I I got I do I'm doing groups of ten. So
1: okay, I, I I'll kind of go here because I have kind of a a theme to to my list. So the first part is just the bangers. These are just the bangers of 2003. So I'm gonna go, and this goes into four. So these are just like the cliche. You couldn't go anywhere without a club. A footlocker, any establishment without these four songs in particular. Starting it off, Pump It Up, Joe Budden. This song came out and you thought this guy was going to be the next big guy. And apparently he is because his podcast this evening is going through Patreon because of his with Drake. So still doing it big. And he's not a one-hit wonder. He's got two hits. And I debated doing Fire because Fire is a really good track too with him and Busta but uh, yeah Joe button pump it up when this I mean you could have go to any basketball game for a handful of years before bring him out I think this was like the 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 international warm-up song for basketball games
0: yeah watching white kids do little
1: <laughs> ah, this was Just a banger to though
2: the, the the beat the beat was hot I'm not a I'm not a button fan but I get it the beat is a banger
1: I loved him. I love this whole album. I I, I will ride or die for this album. Next up, X gonna give it to you. But DMX, again, could not get into it again. This is gonna pump you up, get you ready to go. I mean, this, this song has also been memed to death as well. But like, as far as DMX pump ups, you got this or party up. And you can't go wrong with either one of them. And then, uh, yeah, that's
2: coming up, coming out with another classic. You know, he, he had yep. some bangers, and then, you know, that was just the follow up, the follow up to, to his 90s bangers.
1: And then the uh, the next one, Little John, Eastside Boys, Get Low. Again, couldn't go anywhere without getting this. Remember learning what Skeet, Skeet, Skeet was? Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, now, I was gonna say again,
0: how, yeah, I was gonna say how we talked about how like a lot of the established heads didn't really release music in the 2000s. Um, I was, I, you, you guys listed some great examples of like Michael Jackson and Madonna. I was thinking like Rick James became a meme at this point in time.
1: show. I remember going to the Vince Carter charity game with my graduation president at this point and uh, Sean Marion, Anton Jameson and Vince Carter doing the Get Low dance. At halftime was phenomenal. The end the window to the wow, amazing, a, unbelievable peak at that point. Seeing VC and them, you Nick, you couldn't go anywhere without this song, especially in the no. clubs.
2: You still can't go anywhere without this song at a club. You know, even not, it doesn't even have to be a throwback night, and you're hearing this song.
1: Yeah, and then look, I I tried everything I could to not put this on my playlist because it almost feels cliche. To do it, but with the theme I'm going with for it, I had to fuck it do in it. the club 50 Cent. Do it. I didn't know if and if I don't know if all of us are gonna do it or only I was gonna do it, but this song was fucking everywhere. I there's two songs this year that were everywhere, and I'm sure we'll talk about the other one. Um, but this song was everywhere, and that album, when that 50 Cent album dropped, I remember so in high school, cars driving by everywhere that that 50 record will be played rather be many men or 21 questions or whatever it was bumped everywhere and this was one of the peaks of one of the second times i really a mixtape rapper blew up because around in canada at least for me 2000 2001 was like when big l and cannabis mixtapes were really blowing up at that point and i was like shit have you heard big l of your cannabis but what would you say nick like around early 2000 2001 was when 50 cent stuff was starting to pop on like the underground hip hop scene. Um, right around when he did um when he took LL's
2: um I shot ya beat, thank you. That yes. was when I that's when I started like, who is this guy? Like that beat is nuts, and then he rhyming over it was it was solid and it kind of like, pierked me my ears up for sure.
1: Yeah, and then I mean you got Dre doing the beats with Eminem, and it's just Dre having a certified another guy. And, yeah, as cliche as this song is, if you kind of looked at 2003, I think this is the song that personifies it. When I think of 2003, you think of In the Club by 50 Cent because this song was everywhere. You know, still to this day, I mean, everyone has heard this song. We have birthdays. People go on and on about it. Again, I tried everything. I had many men on here at one point. I had 21 questions. I knew I had to have one Curtis Jackson song on here. Um, but I ended up going "In the club. So that's, that's the first four. That is the cliche bangers of two thousand and three.
0: Amazing. Like, um, it's it's it was, weird. Cause like, they're not really even in my mind, like they don't, they don't seem like really overplayed. Like they're still oh fresh. God. God, I know. I know they, uh, they were, but even now I know uh, like time kind of heals all wounds. But yeah. like, if I heard in the club, like unironically in the club right now, I would get up and dance because, like, it's just a great fucking song. Yep. it's such a banger. It's yeah. such
2: a banger when you hear those intro beats. It's like, oh man! It, I remember when I heard it to you know?
1: and I didn't expect it. I'm like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all, all of
0: these songs are bangers. Like, it's just like there was, there's like no such thing as like bad music. Uh, of course, there is bad music in 2003, but there's no such thing as like these bad like radio songs.
1: Yeah, the next one I have is the three piece. So we'll get back to me next. Okay.
2: One. All right. So I don't know what to do now. Do I just go with one, and then we go back and you forth? You guys do whatever you anymore. guys want to do it. I'll do I'll do my first one to follow up with your uh, Curtis Jackson in the club. I'm gonna I got to pick the intro track from Get Richard or Die Trying. What up, gangsta? Mm. That sets it off so hard. That track is nuts. Um, That's a great you know, intro it, it, track. You know, it, it was probably the third track I heard from the Get Richard I Trying, and it's just, when I pop that in, and you hear the coins drop, and then those beats come in, you're just like, it was just so, so good. And you knew what you were in for on this album.
1: Matt, like I, just thinking about it now, too, like, I remember putting that CD in for the first time, uh, and at the, the, I walked to Deerfoot Mall, At that time, I was living in Harvest Hills, walked there. And I remember putting that on my disc minute and walking home and getting out of the mall and being like, holy shit, what is this?
2: It just hits so hard.
1: What up, blood? What up, gangsta? Oh my God. I was thinking about it now. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. I guess you and Dev just go back and forth till we get to six now.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, I mean, I can do mine in a couple of groups too. Like, I guess if you have it, just go with
1: whatever works for you guys. That's just how I, I did mine.
0: I really appreciate the uh, the thought that you put into this. Mine was more so just like, oh yeah, like this one, this one, this one. Um so I'll I'll do a couple right now. This I'll call this like the intro to the OC. Um I was going to I was going to do Phantom Planet California, but it came out in 2002. Uh... I know like right now in 2003 we're getting ready for the for the, the premiere of OC, which really really changes the music landscape. Uh, probably for the better, looking back on it twenty years later. Uh, so I'm gonna go. Rooney was shaken, which was the first band that they showed, they showed live on the show. Yellow Card, Ocean Avenue, nice because everyone needs some like rock violin. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, lastly for this group, probably the best band on my first ten songs, and it's the strokes with reptilia
1: i i may or may not have that coming later we'll yeah, talk about that, that again
0: i don't know if the strokes ever reached the peak that people thought they would but they're still incredible like they 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 reached like 90% of the mountaintop
1: i was debating was that their best album mm-hmm. the first their one their
0: debut good yeah their debut
1: yeah debut yeah
0: that's where that's where a lot of the hype comes from they're they're one of the original uh internet bands Mm -hmm. where forums and like file sharing just was like they just blew them up like to another level because they were just playing like dingy clubs in like the lower east side of new york and then they just became like oh these like they kind of invented what indie in the 2000s was
1: yeah
2: and it's weird because they had such i remember they had such a celebrity following like, It he was super weird like just celebrities were promoting these guys the strokes the strokes and it was like you know it was it
1: was
0: the strangest thing and you're right the internet yeah that was illuminating commentary thanks for proving <laughs> the, my point
1: <laughs> the, the <Right>. internet <laughs> it was the internet bro all uh, right nick um yeah i could do a group i could do a couple groups here
2: um all right so we started off with uh 50 cent what up gangsta then it, the 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 rap hip-hop continues um jay-z 99 problems mm-hmm. used by rick rubin i was gonna say shout uh, out to rubin there it is uh dip set anthem Dipset. set that's, uh, my shout out to- that's my next track that's my next track there it is. Shout out to uh, thick chicks and sandals. You know that's that's what it is.
1: <laughs> um, big timers, a beautiful life. Ah uh, man, that was a hard cut. That was one of the hard cuts.
2: Had to do it. It was. It was. You know what? There's a couple bangers from that album, but I went with
1: that one. Beautiful life is just
2: man. Yeah, it's just so. You know what good.
1: really pissed me off, Nick? That Birdman album was the year beforehand. What, ha- what, ha- what happened to that boy with clips? Yeah, it Ooh. was the year before. I was like, fuck
2: man that track was, is hard it was crazy yeah. cash money was 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 wild back then next year is juvie right yeah man um ti rubber band man
1: yeah yeah
0: and, and then, 24s I, as I, I, well
1: t- which is another hard cut
0: yeah yeah
1: that was i a, got that the was ti great.
0: later i tried to make it work nice
2: and then i'll finish out the rap the hip hop um with the number one selling rap album of all time, as of last week, uh, "The Way You Move," uh, Outkast. Yeah, so taking, out? taking a few of my tracks. I'm
1: sorry, taking sorry. Few- I oh, figured
0: okay. we were gonna have a lot of overlapping tracks, especially in the hip hop. Like I have "99 Problems," I have Outkast, I have Beyonce. Like yeah. it just doesn't end. Would-
1: oh, Beyonce. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So then this is my this is my my three group. This is uh, group bangers. I call this one group bangers, dipset, anthem. I, I don't think you can understand dev. Maybe you can, but how big Dipset got at this point, specifically if you heard this in a club or something. Jewel's had his record come out. Were what a year from Purple Haze? Two years from Purple yeah, Haze. Yeah, both that. Yeah. Oh my god. Purple they Haze. Were they were
2: pumping. they were pumping out albums. Dipset was pumping out albums. Yeah.
1: Jim Jones album with Ballin was all over the place. And so Dipset was starting to really hit hard uh keeping up with the uh the rap groups together gangsta nation by west side connection featuring nate d-o-double-g one of the last record before mac 10 and ice cube started beefing uh this is this is just a beautiful the year before dubsey has his solo record there was a few in 2002 mike 2002 has got some nice stuff because dubsey has his, his solo record this year but not the best west side Connection zone of all time that's probably bow down obviously and there's a few other good ones. "Gangster to the Kill and the Dope Dealer is obviously another really good one, but this one's perfect, and, th- and Nate, Nate is in his element this year. Nate has Ooh We ghost face 21 Questions, this, and the, and he has his own song, Get Down with Eve. So this is like you get Nate Dogg in a hook. We're starting to get to like, just put Nate in a hook.
2: This is the pre-T-Pain, pre-Acon, you yeah. got Nate
1: Dogg. Yeah. And then the last uh, group bangers, Gangstar, Right Where You Stand. This album, this is when I really, uh, I had kind of stopped my East Coast bias that I had from being hardcore, fuck everybody else, it's West Side Till I Die, naive kid. uh, And really started listening to a little bit more of East Coast shit and realizing how good Guru was. Like, holy shit, just how good of a lyricist he is. This album's still an album that I go back to and listen quite quite a bit to. And right where you stand, the beat's good, the lyrics are good. Underrated banger still to this day. Uh, best producer of all time? Uh, up there, yeah. Premier. I think Premier, he's I, yeah.
2: he's my number one of all time.
1: Yeah, so I think you, can't you know, go obviously, wrong. people just focus on Dre, but Premier, you go look at some of the tracks he did. And but and talking about it's funny too, talking about what's coming up. Like we're almost at the Timbo time too. There was a there, speaking of producers, there was an underrated banger. I didn't get to put on here because you talked about producers. Indian Flute with Timberland and uh, Migo. Really good track that didn't make it, but that was uh, an absolute banger. But so, yeah, that's uh, my first eight tracks there. Uh, that is my group bangers. And since I guess we'll kind of put this in with groups, because you already mentioned it, Nick, uh, the way you move by outcast. That'll be my ninth track. Uh, man, I, I know this was back and forth with this is ro- or Rose's. But Devin was kind of talking about this with me the other day when we are getting ready to do uh, Nostalgia Lane. Starting to, like, really appreciate Big Boy a lot more. Speaker Box is the better album to me. Love Below was really good, but Speaker Box is so good. And then what happens with Sir Lucius Left Foot in a few years? Oh, my God. Unbelievable. But this was Sleepy Brown. And I think the next year is when they have... uh, Is Idlewild out the next year, Nick, or is it two years?
0: Idlewild was... Like oh six it, wasn't it?
2: Oh six oh seven something yeah. in there.
1: There's two tracks on that. There's one sleepy brown track. I think it's either peaches or train. But, oh my god, so good. And we I think the prior year to this was what with dungeon family with DF Express.
2: Yeah, that was two thousand four.
1: Yeah. So yeah, this track I'm sure you picked it the same reason I did. Just sleepy brown, perfect on this, and just the flow it has. I I know hey yeah with the overplay track. But this is the one I liked a little bit more. So that's my second group of hip-hop group bangers.
0: Sounds you good. That's really... interesting. Oh, sorry, go on. I was gonna say you gotta be really careful when you keep saying group bangers because you just oh, yeah. slip Don't up worry. the first word and Can I
1: put browsers on this afterwards.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do like the uh the porn hub like drum intro to this pod, and we'll be we'll be fine.
1: Uh all right, so yeah, I'm up to nine tracks that I've uh let out now who wants to go i guess we're going to back to dev
0: yeah okay so i'll do my middle third bangers they're not group bangers but they're my middle third um a little bit of can con a little bit of everything actually and then including including the the rise of like the female vocalists and rock groups really Mm -hmm. starts to take off here too for all the right reasons um they really add such a dynamic to the medium that we didn't really see a lot in the 80s and 90s. Like it, it was almost like like grunge kind of skipped female vocalists and they had they got sidelined into doing kind of weird art art projects. Uh, so off of their EP, not their album, I have Arcade Fire, No Cars Go, which and I understand. That was this year. The EP was this year.
1: Damn, I missed the, that. I missed the, that. The, okay.
0: the album, the album came out the like funeral came out next year. Mm-hmm. Um I, I know that you know when Butler's kind of canceled, so we're not gonna go into that because this is like 20 years ago.
1: Oh, don't worry, Nick and I talked about this for this podcast. There's gonna <laughs> be a few kind of canceled people coming up.
0: Uh so I'm gonna go with the Stills, Love and Death, another Canadian band that kind of made the circuits in like 2 a.m. and much music.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah, yeah, yeah's, maps come from yes. that New York scene. I did, and that, then, that that
1: that was a hard cut for me.
0: 100%. Yeah, same. that was good. That was good and then metric dead disco nice mm.
1: nice right
0: kind of fun that nice. has like a lot of angsty. Yeah, you got a nice vibes. i like that
1: flow that is what was the so rap city was the much music what was the uh the much music uh, rock one called
0: oh it's called the wedge
1: the wedge thank
0: you and i think i think the wedge was either before or after rap city because it was on at weird times at night like where you'd see that's these music heard, videos
1: that's where i heard chop suey for the first time you see like these the music videos, and you never rock. they
0: they wouldn't play them like the whole day. They'd only play them like after midnight, kind of thing, while you're waiting for channel thirty-two to get good. Hmm.
2: Well, and then oh, I had oh, to wait, wait another. And then I had to wait another hour for loud. So, <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah, so yeah, that's that that's good.
0: one through what's one through eight for me?
1: One through eight. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm one through eight as well.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, um all right, so I'm already at 6. So I'm going to go I guess 7 through 11. Sure. Uh all right, so this is kind of the the pop era um but it's not so poppy, you know, like we talked about earlier, it wasn't those pop bangers. You know, the Timberlakes or the Britney Spears or the Christinas, they weren't this year. No. Um so we got Beyoncé featuring Jay-Z. Crazy in Love. Yep. You know this is the start of her real solo career. Kicked it off with a bang. Yeah. Talking about songs um, that were everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Um. I got Ashanti. Rock with you. Ah, baby. Love this song. That love was another Ashanti. hard cut. Still do.
0: I have that too. Yeah. There's there's not a there's not a chance in hell in the 2000s anything to do with the 2000s. I am not going to try to shoehorn Ashanti and Ja Rule or whoever
1: into Myrtle. the list. <laughs> there was the, those are one of the hard cuts. Memorize was another hard cut.
2: Nice. Um, I got Lumi D. Uh-oh. <laughs> I
1: don't right after Shanti.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and then I got Wayne Wonder. No letting go. Uh, Thank, you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Because I saw Wayne Wonder and I laughed. <laughs> Had to do it. Way in Wonder was, he was a Foot Locker classic.
2: That's it. That was
1: a classic. Mm-hmm. I like the Way Wonder. Beautiful, beautiful job there. A nice mix there of uh, pop, R&B. Like you said, that's kind of the melding of everything you got right there. And the rise of the, uh, the R&B female vocalist of Shashanta. There's one Aaliyah on this year, Miss You, which was a really hard cut for me.
2: Yeah. That one I think Maya put out an album this year, like mm-hmm. it was uh, yeah there
1: were some, some bangers, yeah there was
2: some there were some big artists this year,
1: yeah it was it was a real big year for r and b female vocalists. and like you talked about too, like B really stepping up this year, Ashante really stepping up like it was big uh so my next part is slowing it down to easy flows, so next up we got what we do by freeway Beanie Siegel and Jay-Z.
0: Awesome. i think i'd have to hear this one i don't know this, awesome in my head
1: awesome
2: Rockefeller track
1: this this man Rockefeller is in their bag this year you have you have the black album you have this really hard cut nick young gunners can't stop won't stop can't
2: stop won't stop, stop yeah that
1: that was so hard to go off but yeah this <laughs> this track is dope freeway i never really hit it after this really a one album wonder he had some good hits he had a good jam with Petey Crack as well that I almost put on here, but one album, Wonder, never really did it again. Uh, kind of like Joe Budden this year, where him and Joe Budden like were so big after their original rookie albums, but never could hit it out of the park afterwards. But I had to, this this track. was great. Then we go, Can't Let You Go by Fabulous. Fab had two tracks this year. I went back and forth of which one I wanted to go with, but can't you let you go by fab was man that was it was like that or memorize and at, at one point like you kind of got it mixed up because shante was going on all these different tracks with fab and with uh with Ja. uh then we go and beautiful by snoop Dogg with pharrell
0: that's not this year no, no freaking way I, I looked that up
1: it's 2003 wow yeah
0: really no yeah. way oh you know what I, you know what i was thinking of i was thinking of uh drop like it's hot
1: yeah oh
0: nice which was oh which was 04. Oh, oh you this didn't show up That's... on any list that i actually that i looked at so good for you man yeah good pick good pick
1: and then look this is i've talked about console artist. i'm sorry and this just snuck into 2003 but i wasn't gonna leave this off because the first time I heard this track, I'm like, "Holy shit, this is one of my favorite songs of all time." It still is. Kanye West, Jamie Foxx, and Twista slow jams. Snuck in December 2003.
2: It's it's a great song. It's a great album. It's yeah. Can I still listen to it in full conscious? I don't know, but it's a great. It's it's a it's a great album.
1: Nick and I had this conversation about Kanye and maybe another artist he might bring up. I'm interested to see if he does or not. Um, I don't listen to Kanye anymore, but making a tape from this year, it's just such a good song. And then the theme I had here, and, you know, Jamie and Twista, this is when Twista really starts showing. He did stuff with Rough Riders that we got to see him in, but he really got to switch it in. And this was one of the first times you're like, damn, Jamie Foxx is like that? Okay nice yeah twisted had that really
0: twisted that really good spot on uh um, the coach carter soundtrack
1: yep and his his solo album the the next year is really good too uh kanye also went through the wire this year so two unbelievable kanye tracks and when i heard college dropout the first time you know you and i've talked about it in the past Dev, just absolutely changed my whole mind of albums but i'll go as far as that with uh with yay and then the last one, I don't know if you know this track, Dev. I know that Nick does, and you're gonna fucking laugh. Clubbing. Marcus Houston featuring Joe Button. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta, hear, I gotta hear it. I gotta
0: hear it. I gotta hear it.
1: Just an absolute banger in the club and a forgotten track to time, but I played the shit out of this record. And this was like decently played back in the day. It's
2: hard with the B2K controversy to listen to Mark Grace Houston. I know. I, I know. can't just knowing the entire background of that story from so many different angles and everything I've heard about, it, I'm like, oh man, I can't,
1: I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but great song. Yes. So some some spec some uh, polarizing figures to finish off here for, for sure but banger songs no doubt about it
0: yeah i mean i looked i I looked at my one of my my favorite 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 hip-hop r&b songs of all time was made by a guy who was made fun of by Chappelle show for may or may not peeing on an underage girl
1: don't worry nick and i talked about this we had a major discussion about this
0: yeah and you know what like it's you know separating so good. <laughs> the good separating the art from the artist It's just so incredibly difficult i can't look i can't think of it the same way again but i think back fondly of how i felt when i was singing that song like in the back in the day right like mm-hmm. that's what i that's what i remember most or i care yeah. about most is how i felt um mm-hmm. even though i have matured as an individual
2: yeah does 2003 have the most canceled artists got a few
1: Whereas, goes, I mean, even, rock,
2: even, even rock bands there's uh, you know Manson obviously came out with an album this year uh, the yeah. band Brand New came out with an album this year there was a ton of allegations against them like it's, it's a heavy allegation year this year
1: yeah yeah. luckily I'm pretty good after this <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clean <laughs> yeah so there's my uh, there's my slow it down side of things I love
0: that that's yeah, I long don't long. know some of these songs. I gotta listen to them, I'd probably I'd probably recognize them, right? Uh
1: who are we going to? We're going to Yeah,
0: well, I'm only at eight. I got I got nine and ten. Okay. As so I got up to
1: 13 there.
0: Okay. So you guys, I don't know if I don't know if we're going to touch on this, but so far you guys have missed potentially the biggest rock song of the 2000s. And it's well, I'm doing my
1: my rock is next, so okay.
0: White stripe, Seven yeah. Nation Army.
1: I did okay. do it. I didn't
2: do it uh, that one that one didn't make the cut it was so it was one of my last cuts
0: it's It's not necessarily because i i think it's amazing it's just more like it just permeated this cultural fabric somehow like it just everyone it i don't know it just like broke down barriers and like we had world it's peace for, a, for five minutes oh 100
1: hot take hardest button to button is a better video
0: Oh, there's way better videos. Like
1: I I think that's the better video is Hardest Button to Button. I don't know if it's the better track. but I always Not, that
2: th- not the fell in love with the girl with the Legos going yes, on? Yes, that's Jean-Michel Gondry. That one's, Gondry, that's that one's
0: amazing.
1: That's pretty good too, yeah. it's
0: That's probably one of the best songs under two minutes ever made. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I, I threw White Stripes but on But kind there, of like I, what
1: I did in the club. I'm glad someone did that.
0: Yeah. Because you had to do it. I have a few of these that are just like they're too big. It's like it's like listing fast food places and not saying McDonald's. Like it's just as right. weird to not have it. And then uh, the last part of my first half is Lincoln Park, Somewhere I Belong, because yes. if you weren't if you weren't thirteen and angsty and like you you talk about this is this is actually like the perfect mix of like so I guess new metal right rap mm-hmm. and and hard rock joined in this unholy union no band was bigger than lincoln park in 2003 with meteora the album and oh i'm sure we all
1: have lincoln park stuff coming
0: eh, yeah right it's just a matter of like which one it's just a matter of which one from the album right
1: yeah Uh, so that
0: and that ends like kind of my rock side which transitions more into my hip-hop r&b side
1: but you kind of flip what nick and I i did yeah exactly yeah yeah
2: Nice, yeah, um no, that's good. I, uh, I went to Jack White's studio in Nashville, and it was awesome. It's Damn. super, super cool. I know he's got third man record studios. I think he's got two of them nashville and in uh, Detroit, but it's uh, it's super cool and that it, man people love the white stripes, and I get it it's it's he's a he's an amazing guitar player. Is he one of the greatest? Maybe you know, but it's it's I love it.
0: Are they like the most a- approachable? Are they the most approachable indie band ever? They might be, probably, probably. because they're, they're like the they people. were weird, right? They were their whole shtick was being weird, and people like embraced it, and then the music was also kind of weird, like it wasn't just playing rock all the time, right? I can't think of many other bands that fit that niche of like, you know, they did their own thing but still had like com- such commercial success, right?
2: Yeah um all right so i got i'm gonna do a four a little four pack here i love it okay. uh we're kind of leading into the rock uh a little bit more i'm gonna start it with uh not a rap not a hit i mean i guess it's a hip-hop song i'm gonna go with a grime song i'm gonna go with dizzy rascal fix up look sharp thank you uh, yeah he you know he was one of the originators of that grime scene mm-hmm. and this when this album came out like boy in the corner Man, I couldn't stop playing this thing in two thousand three. It was great. Loved it. That
1: was one when I heard it for the first time. Nick, I'm like, what is this? It's such a different yeah. sound.
2: Yeah, you know. And he's put out great album after great album, still yeah. putting out music like yesterday. You know, like he's, he's put out some great stuff. Um, all right, going uh, keeping with the the England uh, into the rock uh, area, um, the Muse Hysteria. I got there. You. It is
1: that's my yeah. that's my favorite Muse track I think of all time.
2: Um, it's one of my favorite bass lines in a rock song of all time. Like just the intro bass line is amazing. Like it just hits off so so good. You could debate too.
1: I think this is the best muse album.
2: Absolution, maybe. Yeah.
1: um, maybe I I think
2: they're slowly with this album, they're slowly getting either very saying very consistent or getting almost better. Yeah um, with every album. Like it's, Black it's, Halls it's is not next, like they're though. regressing right
1: which is good uh, yeah i mean I, you also i mean i'll get to it with that because music is my favorite band so
2: oh good for you nice i love it um all right doubling up uh our first i think our first, no second double up uh ocean avenue yellow card nice. uh i think we already talked about the, you know the the pop punk um you know coming up in the in the scene right now heavy i'm um, getting more radio play
0: it's weird because like I wasn't like a scene kid with like band slip-ons but it was just a fun song it was a fun song
2: um and then kind of going on with that uh with pop punk you know ska leading into pop music uh you know a cover song it's my life no doubt nice
1: just miss my cut just miss my cut yeah um yeah yeah that's what I got nice I like it.
0: I am waiting for the year that we do Gwen Stefani's solo offerings. because That's next my, year, isn't it? I think it's next year, four the year five, after.
1: Four or five? Yeah.
0: Um Man, that shit right. is bananas.
1: Y'all are going to love this. So we finish off the hip-hop as a bridge as we go Jay-Z Encore and flip to Linkin Park Numb.
0: I think that's 2004. I had thought about making the whole album
1: it is My- the, the combos next year, but Encore oh, and Number by themselves.
0: Yes. Nice. 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 Ah, uh, I see. You, yeah, you big brain <laughs> played me so hard. <laughs> that was okay. Well done. You win just based off that.
1: Yeah. So it's a nice little bridge right into that. Matt, it was so hard too. If it wasn't for the bridge, it was Number Faint. Faint, maybe. I played the shit out of Faint. And I was really close to putting Faint on there as Nick puts the beanie on, getting ready to go. Get into the rock. Um, Man, I went full American there. Um, Next up, we have Chili Peppers, Can't Stop. Just a great track. Peak Chili Peppers. Uh, Then we go to two double up here. Um, I'm pretty much just going to finish my list here because it's pretty much just a rock combination here. Um, Use Hysteria. Like uh, Nick just talked about, this album, there was a scene for Absolution, Time is Running Out, Stockholm Syndrome, really hard, but there's something about Hysteria that's just so good, hits really well. And I think it's an easier um, rock track for casuals to get into rock as well with Muse. I know it was for me as someone that was so hardcore hip-hop and they're starting to listen to him. Matthew Bellamy's range on his voice is fucking great. Uh, Reptilia by Strokes, like you mentioned, Dev. And then uh, my last two tracks, we go out with uh, "Times Like This" by the Foo Fighters. They're only single from this year, and then we uh, we finish it off at "Clocks" by Coldplay. Nice,
2: yeah, yeah, solid ending.
1: Yeah, times
2: like these, good, good pull, good pull. I didn't yeah. know that uh, that song came out. Yeah, I did. Uh, I was a good two
1: hours today. That was good. Yeah, no kidding.
0: Doug, it you- feels it feels good when you actually like look at the yes. dates and you're like, oh I'm not time gonna we get did embarrassed. It, I was
1: doing it during the pond and it was not <laughs> fun. So doing it kinda in the moment of stuff was a lot more fun to kind of have like it said and kind of do how I used to do to build a tape. So
0: yeah, it's way too it's way too hard to do it in the moment. Cause then you see you look at things when there was the single was released versus the album versus the international release versus yeah. like the reissue. Like i was going to include you know uh broken social scene in my little canadian cancon indie quartet there but then it was like oh the album came out in 2002 and then due to over overwhelming release it got reissued in 2003 like that doesn't count
1: and i'll come back in a bit there's a lot of hard cuts oh uh, even though we had yeah. 20 it's... even though we had 20 i could have gone i could have gone 50 i could gone 50.
2: easy easy it could have done 20 like rap songs 20 metal songs 20 rock songs you know it's just (sighs) you could do you could do three different i I didn't realize
1: because i got into alt rock and metal and all that later on in my life i didn't realize going back how many of those songs were oh three songs oh yeah yeah and and as dev mentioned too like for alt rock for for me and dev i don't know about you as much nick but that's like when i'm watching laguna beach and the OC and One Tree Hill, and that's when Alt rock and stuff, you're just hearing it all the time.
0: And then Transformers came out, you heard Linkin Park all the time.
1: Yeah, you sure did. Uh, who wants to go next?
0: <laughs> uh, I got a few that I need to bang out. So this sure. is the. Whenever you at, Dev? This will be 11 through 14. Okay. Cool. Um, as I was prone to do when I got my first uh, MP3 player, sometimes the order didn't really matter and just it's just you got what you got and so i have a nice four pack of of dangerous and love Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: (laughs) i'm almost embarrassed at how little effort i put into this uh change clothes 99 problems dirt off your shoulders
1: you just like i like the black album
0: well in in reality as a kid who like was playing basketball more seriously was being exposed to people from different cultures and ethnicities and just the time from that we grew up in like you know it's it's often been said like the, the the black man is like the most copied personality in all of media and it's no mm-hmm. more it's it's completely true in the 2000s um, this is where I started having having conversations with my parents about like the the explicit material sticker on albums and I had a couple yeah. Mormon friends who had to get the clean version of of like oh, in I the club for case. example or yeah. get forget Richard die trying and so my two of like the biggest albums, for hip-hop for me of that time was the black album and Gertrude Die trying so it just it only makes sense that I threw one. and I I just preferred Jay-Z over Fiddy Curtis yeah um, and it was like Jay-Z told like such rich stories is what really drew me in a, into the medium per se because I, I couldn't really relate to what he was rapping about as we couldn't really as you know being from where we're from uh, but I could still like I appreciated the production, I appreciated, like, the samples, like, the idea that he was using, like, old 70s funk songs that were... were
1: Who's the producer here that used Fruity Loops for a majority of these?
0: Well, didn't Rick do the
1: whole album? No, Public Service Announcement is done on Fruity Loops, which was, like, the thing that most people had computers at that time. You had LimeWire or you had Fruity Loops, and you try to make your own beats. And I believe Public Service Announcement... Is made via Fruity Loops. Well, it's also That's a banger. I I debated putting that as my first track on here. That's a
2: banger. Yeah.
0: Well, hip hip hop never really is the same after this because this is, especially with the internet and file sharing, this is where a lot of these sample artists start suing for copyright infringement and for royalties. And so the music's
1: what, iTunes is a year away?
0: At least, if not more, but it's just it's just really it's really complicated because the whole basis of rapid hip-hop through the 80s and 90s was using these samples off of literal vinyl and mm-hmm. then once the internet started getting involved people were people had to like there was court cases where it was like oh use the sample from the 80s but that was actually a sample from the 70s which was a sample or a remake from a song from the 50s like who gets credit for all these things so we yeah, we, we end up basically lot. we never get to hear hip hop and I guess in its like truest form after this.
1: Yeah. Well said, Nick. Awesome.
2: Um. All right, so six songs left. Should I just finish her off? Oh, just, why just not? Her off. Amazing. Um. All right, so I got "Bring Me to Life," Evanescence. Yes, someone did it. Yes, of course, I had to do it had to do it man that uh, was about-
1: karaoke to shit by the way you always knew you went to karaoke there was that certain goth chick that was going to Evanescence for a long time 100
2: uh they're still touring with muse right now actually which is yep. amazing yeah by the uh, way speaking about
1: karaoke songs that just missed i really thought tattoo was 2003 but it's 2002 oh yeah, i you, look you're
2: waiting you're waiting for that tattoo
1: i was waiting for it
2: Oh, I love it! Um, all right, I'm going back to back with uh, with Numb Lincoln Park. That would be
1: the video podcast. Yeah, yeah, for percent yeah, <laughs> amazing.
2: Um, all right, and then we get into a little a uh, couple couple deeper cuts here back to back. Um, these ones are near and dear to me though. Um, "Artist in the Ambulance" by a ba- uh, Thrice. Ooh. Um, this is cut. right. Yeah, this is you know. This is this is where I started, kind of following that kind of post-hardcore, getting out of the pop punk, like just getting into that more aggressive, but not metal, metal. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like Metallica or Slayer. It wasn't like thrash metal, but it was this other branch of metal um that I still listen to today. I still I listen to Artists in the Ambulance like monthly. It's not um, a phase, Mom. It's not a phase. It's not a phase. The life's not. A, and then, not a phase to be, you know, to, to continue that is uh, unholy confessions, avenged sevenfold. Man, nice. The intro riff is so good; it still holds up. It's on every gym playlist I have. You know, it's just every driving playlist. It's on there. It's it's still on there. Um, the, and then the last two, the kind of kind of go with each other. A uh, little can con. Uh, little Three Days Grace. I Hate Everything About You. Nice.
0: I thought about it.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, they got back to, they did a show last night and the, uh, the original singer, Adam, came out. Nice. Uh, on stage, which was wild in Nashville. Yeah, I had a couple couple friends go to that show. It was wild. Um, yeah, actually met them. Uh, the bass player, Brad, super cool guy. The lead singer, Adam, kind of boring. Um, and backing that up with I Miss You, Blink 182.
1: Yes. Um another hard yeah. cut.
2: Yeah, I had to do that one to finish this this uh this journey off. And uh yeah, it's just a great song. still holds up. Yeah.
0: It's weird. Um that that song is like so powerful and it's like definitely, you know, one of their 10 greatest songs. It almost felt like it was kind of like a through the timing of it, it was almost like a, they, they were back, like they came back with that song, you know? Even though when you think about their history, like they were only around for such a short time before that album, right? But it was just, I don't know, it was just like all my friends were talking about like, oh, like the new song, almost like they had been gone for a while, like they weren't producing good stuff anymore. And then it was like, wait a second, like, everything they made for like 10 years was really good.
2: But they were doing like Boxcar Racer and Plus yeah, Forty Four yeah. and all these other side projects. That was kind of like, is Blink gonna get back together? And that was the whole thing. It's like, are they gonna just continue to tour with their own bands? And the funny thing is, is Travis is in all of them. He's the drummer in Plus Forty Four. He's the drummer in <laughs> <at> Boxcar Racer. <laughs> like he's just like he's he was the kind of the glue, I guess.
0: Hey, don't forget Angels and Airwaves. Yeah, he's not the drummer for them. So it's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget him.
0: You're right. You touched on a really good point. You touched, you're right about like that music that doesn't really have like a genre that started coming out. Like the Avenged Sevenfolds of, of the 2000s. Like, I don't know, like even like Finger Eleven, like what do you call them? Like they're not rock.
2: It's like touching metal, you know, but it's not, it's it's like harder
0: rock. Well, I wonder if like, especially coming out of the eighties and nineties where everything was so easy to label the 2000s like because rock was kind of rock as we knew it was like dead everyone was really eager to be like placed in a subgroup that wasn't dead like indie rock or emo or thrash or whatever like people just didn't want to be a rock band anymore
2: Right. I think the biggest, you know, the the biggest sub-genre, you know, that I can think of is that post-hardcore label where it's like not punk, it's not hardcore, it's not metal. It's, you know, it, it, there's so many bands that encompass that
0: genre that was created
2: probably right around this time.
0: Well, we should talk about it very briefly, although it would never make any lists. Um, Saint Anger.
1: Dude, it was How close. It almost made my list
0: as a single it's, I, as a single i think it actually is singles good the, the single's album good, i remember
1: yeah. did that not come out the same time as 50 or
0: maybe i mean i wouldn't I, remember i just the remember two them together. i just
1: remember it being an anticipated album and like it kind of flew up the shelf and then i just remember talking to friends of mine that were more into uh rock metal at that time and being like this album kind of maybe isn't good it's not good. I mean, it might
2: be good now. I haven't listened to it in 20, what, what, you like 2003, two thousand three, twenty years.
1: So it might yeah. be good now. Like Saint Anger, I listened to it again tonight. I'm like, okay, this kind of, it's not bad. Just that the single is good. But the album, I don't know. But you said, well, I, I there, haven't heard it, it in like 20 first, years either.
0: It was our first album in a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. It was like kind of outside of like I guess what what would you call like peak Metallica, right? Like they were on yeah. such a streak. Um, depending on what you think of like kind of their albums in the nineties, so. You well, what rock
1: lot. was at that point too was changing a little bit as well, right?
0: Of course it was. Yeah, like I just said, there there was no like the idea of rock in the stadium didn't really exist. It had to be something else. Like was like metal. the
1: hardest band of that time that was mainstream Slipknot.
2: Yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. Because a lot of it was going that that kind of nickelback rock and roll way. Yeah. And even Metallica started touching on that with their previous albums, like Load and Reload. They started going into a more rock-centric feel. And then, you know, with St. Anger, kind of continued that, but just a little bit heavier because they got the bass player from Suicidal Tendencies, Robert Torello, yeah, still kicks We're out. getting
1: working into Puddle of Mud, stank territory here. Pretty
0: soon <laughs> Hubustank. wow okay so i got i gotta finish mine i'll give you just a, like a five pack uh we've talked about some of these we've you know even t- tangentially outcast hey yeah okay, i mean that's so my everyone, vers- picked,
1: that's- everyone picked one of the cliches between roses and love
0: yeah R- roses was like really i was really thinking about roses too i did too, yeah. it just like i think it aged i think roses is age better than hey Yeah. But hey, ya mm-hmm. is like my generation's like Gangnam style. Like, if you don't know all the words, you can't like say all right sixteen times in a row. I've told this to the story beat. like
1: I've told this story a million times, but I'll never forget the two thousand four, no two thousand three All Star Game where they're celebrating uh, Jordan, and they do the Mariah Carey thing for Jordan, and we remember Mariah Carey there, we all do because that dress, uh, and then uh, Big Boy's like. For the 5,000th time, goddamn, hey, yeah. He was like, even Big Boy was like, oh, for this shit.
0: Yeah, well, he made a lot of money off it, so it's yep. all good. Uh, okay, I got a Shanti Rock With You. Nice. city, 21 questions. Nice. Um, so if Nate, Nate Dogg didn't pass away when he did, would he be what Snoop Dogg is now and just like a gun for hire when you want to throw him on a verse for, for an album? Like, he was really hitting that peak in the 2000s.
1: I mean, Nate was already that in the 90s. Uh, with everything with Death Row, it just, he started to get to that in the 2000s on a mainstream side. But you go back, yeah, listen name. to any Death Row stuff from stuff of Pac, from Dre, from Snoop to the Dog Pound, uh, to stuff of Corrupt or Dash, a single wise. I uh, could go on and on. But Nate was that guy. And that's when I fell in love with Nate, was the stuff that he had in the 90s. His, his solo album, this Nate Dog Music and Me, really underrated good album by Nate. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. And and Nick hit on it too, because I don't think he died until the late aughts, but even at that point, Nate was still big, but Teddy P and Akon and others are starting to take the, and and Neo is what a year away here from taking uh, bars as well from people. I'm doing on the hook.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 2005, 2006. Yeah.
1: That sounds right. Yeah. So probably, but there was guys that were coming for the hooks. Yeah, I
0: I just wonder what he would have been nowadays with all these rappers, right? Like how where he would have fit in. I think he just would have been. He would have kind of occupied Snoop's lane, and Snoop maybe he wouldn't rap as much and just still be the family friendly friggin' Martha Stewart kind of guy. But who knows? Um, My last two songs, uh, they're gonna make you laugh. Nas, I can.
1: Hell yeah! Godson, the year beforehand um this came out as a single this year that out godson is so good one of my favorite tracks on godson get get down which is the remake of the james brown song really good yeah. i can it was like the first like nas kind of like inspirational nods from being like one of the flow yeah. masters. like and i,
0: like I heard it on the radio
1: jay and nas beef at this point pretty yeah, close probably. to being done it wasn't like what it was the prior album with uh was still mad and the blueprints and yeah, yeah.
0: And then my last song to bring it all home and to fit this little, a saying I still say occasionally, Chingy, right there. That Holiday in? I know, I thought about it, but uh, yeah, right there.
1: And right there, we all sang. Come on, we all say right I there. still
0: say right there sometimes, and people don't really understand what I'm getting at, but the real ones know.
1: There's, there's a few St. Louis cuts that didn't make it that I'll talk about in a second here.
2: It's like the perfect song to finish this pod with. Yeah.
1: Let's you know, cover. to finish all of our lists, that right there, that that is 2003. Yeah. Are you done, Nick, or do you got more? I'm done. Uh, so some of the – I talked about the St. Louis cuts. Shake Your Tail Feather was really hard to keep off. Uh, cool. Air Force Ones was so hard to keep yeah. off um that was that was an absolute banger on there um two e40 songs hyphy and quarterbacking with clips were really hard uh no one picked mr Brightside,
0: which is still on the I, billboard 100 I well believe. no i've been looking and the album comes out in 2004 or something like that okay. like it's just it gets really confusing with their singles versus when the, the album single is out, out
1: this so. year though
0: yeah well, hey, yeah, uh, you, you want you want some more? Like you look at the Wikipedia list, and like I could say all these song titles, like just in alphabetical order, and we would go, "Yep,
1: yep." David yep. Banner like a pimp didn't do.
0: Milkshake by Ooh. Keyless.
1: Yeah. Police. Uh, oh, my bad. The former Mrs. Nas. Strokes twelve fifty one. By the way. Yeah.
0: simple plan. Bowling for yep. soup. Fi, yo! FI, yeah. They put
2: out "Sing for the Sorrow" this year.
0: Rock your body, apparently. Although I think that came out in 2000. It was oh, the, the was single came like, out in some, 2003. Some
1: of these but... said "Toxic" came out this year, but it didn't. Yeah, I, I think it kind of did, but it was like December, like 25th. I'm like, I'm not counting that shit.
0: Oh, hurt by Johnny Cash. Yep. Uh some we had some good Charlotte stuff. We had some Avril Levine. Um Charlotte, wow. They can't good lose you. yourself. They can't lose yourself by Eminem this year, but it came out in October of 2002
1: mm. So it just kind of flowed onto the track the chart because it was so popular. Yeah,
0: about. and it, it originally came out on the eight mile soundtrack. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just it's just crazy like what we had Wait, to I pass mean- up.
2: I mean we didn't talk about it and I didn't put it on the list. We talked about it earlier, but Ignition. And that chalk that, know, that whole album is so good. Right. That Chocolate Factory album was so good. Um you know, Freak Leak we missed.
0: I would I would uh, put Ignition good. Remix as my as like one of my top twenty favorite songs of all time.
1: Yeah. Freak a leak is a place. Oh I the darkness i believe in a thing called love
0: thought about it thought about it for sure
1: i think we all i think we all had a phase when that was on a burner cd and y'all kind of laughed about it in the car
0: oh you sang the whole thing it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter you all thought you had kind
1: of like your modern wayne's world moment with that
0: yeah oh that's 100 percent.
2: yeah i thought it was a fake song i didn't know it was a real band I thought it was just like a, like a Saturday night live, you know, is this yeah. just a joke I did band kind of thing? And it's like, Oh, they were, they're real. Yeah,
0: they're I actually understand. like quite, quite well regarded. Oddly enough too. Like I know that they're, I guess we can call them a, a one hit wonder, but like a lot of their stuff, like people really enjoy. So good, good on them. I think he has a podcast too, but uh, hey, who doesn't do have any, a podcast?
1: Uh, Black Keys, Where's Love? Stacy's Mom by Found Wayne. That was something that we... Uh, did, oh, J- John Mayer, Your Body's a Wonderland. <laughs> For all those out there.
0: Nick's, Nick's smiling because he knows he hooked up with a girl to that song.
1: My favorite Nick poll was Never you.
0: <laughs> Just had on repeat with candles and...
1: We got trained you know as well that year, Calling All Angels. I love John Mayer. He's he's John fucking done, He's
2: done he's done me very well over the years. <laughs> still to this day.
0: Okay, is it time to do our names and then our reviews or our our our, our uh? Yep, the rundown, the rundown. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Who wants to go? Davy seemed pretty proud of it, so yeah, do it up.
0: Okay, my title is "Long Live the Mini Disc. Ooh, the nice. art, the the medium that I was fully invested in around this time that did not last nearly as long as it should have. And I should have seen the writing on the wall when I had to put a mini disc into my mini disc player to copy songs into my computer rather than putting my mini disc into the computer. So the fact that my mini disc player was basically the MP3 player just for a novelty mini disc, what was anyone thinking? Like, God damn it, Sony, you guys ruined it for everybody. All right, one through 20, uh, Try Honesty, Shaken, Ocean Avenue, Reptilia, No Cars Go, Love and Death, Maps, Dead Disco, Seven Nation Army, Somewhere I Belong with the Gundam cameo in the video. Dangerous in Love, Change Clothes, Nine-Nine Problems, Dirt Off Your Shoulders,
1: Inc. Well done. <laughs>
0: i didn't try to i didn't try to hide behind things that were like oh like they weren't good in the in the moment like these were these were all song good in the moment like okay go ahead
1: uh okay nick you want to go or you want me to go you can go man it's all good all right fatacular three funky shiznit colon graduation
2: <laughs> amazing
1: all right <laughs>
0: It's so uh, dumb. It's amazing. Yeah, it's best. so good. Did you have a okay? Did you actually have a real Fat Tacular three graduation?
1: Dude, we got. I'll I'll show you Are the, these I'll, real I'll, names. I'll, I'll sh- I will show you the albums after we're done. Okay, okay. I, I, po- I found my CD binder. I'll show you some of the mixes, uh, and there was a Funk Funky Shiznit one and a Funky Shiznit two uh anyway so we got pump it on joe Budden. x phone give it to you by dmx get low by little john in a club by 50 Dipset anthem gangsta nation with west side and nate dog where you stand by gangstar what we do with freeway beanie siegel and jay-z the way you move by outcast can't let you go by fabulous snoop Dogg and pharrell beautiful kanye west pharrell and twista slow jams clubbing with joe budden and Marcus Houston, Jay Z Encore, Lincoln Park Numb, Chili Peppers Can't Stop, Muse Hysteria, Strokes Reptilia, Foo Fighters Times Like This, and Coldplay Clocks.
0: That's really good. You did a really good job. Very good. Very yeah. good.
1: I think we all do good. We always do. All right. Uh, so this
2: one is called "The Sad Scene Gangster." <laughs> so we got. Uh, What Up Gangsta, 50 Cent, 99 Problems, Jay-Z, Dipset Anthem, Diplomats, Uh, Beautiful Life, Big Timeless, Rubber Band Man, T.I., The Way You Move, Outkast, Crazy in Love, Beyoncé, Jay-Z, Rock With You, Ashanti, Never Leave You, Lumi D. Uh, I love that you put that on there. Uh You know what? Listen to them back to back. Lumi D and then No Letting Go, Wayne Wonder, and actually Ashanti, all three of those listen to them back to back to back it's 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 my favorite
1: part is listening to the other mixtapes
2: we do back right and see how it flows for sure Mm -hmm. i love it um all right lumi d never leave you no letting go wayne wonder uh fix up look sharp dizzy rascal hysteria muse ocean avenue yellow card it's my life no doubt bring me to life evanescence Mm -hmm. numb lincoln park uh artist in the ambulance thrice unholy confessions avenge sevenfold i hate every i hate everything about you three days grace and i miss you blink 182 man i love that end
0: i like how you get sad at the end
1: yeah that's what that's (laughs) what i'm going on right
0: now (laughs) i'm glitching uh did we lose them i don't know did you lose me nope no we got you i said i like how you get just get sad at the end of your playlist fuck yeah that's so what, it,
1: listen to the title that's where the title is what the title is there
2: it is the sad scene gangster
1: uh okay so really well done as always we'll put this to a vote i won narrowly by a vote last time
2: Ooh, uh, nice yeah congratulations Devin,
1: Devin had the lead on me and then i started to gain ahead and then nick got the flare of votes at the last second so Devin and nick ended up tying and i pulled away with one Uh, So we will be interesting to see who can win this one this time. But at the end of the day, we're all winners because we all get to listen to some great music. Um, Where are we going for the next one?
2: Where are we going?
1: I got a vote. I got two ideas. Okay.
0: One. Okay.
1: It's because we never did anything for the 10th anniversary of Fresh Take. So we could do 2013. Okay. Which is a pretty good year. Good and there's year. a yeah. big music year still. I don't know. There's going to be some of these years you got to save for Expo. So, and I, this might be one of them, 1994.
0: I think we saved 94. Yeah. Yeah. Save 94, for sure. Yeah.
1: 2013. So that's okay. why I thought it 2013. You guys have a vote? Well,
0: why don't, why don't we look at. We can do the software. We'll look at a couple of years around that year. Because if we just do every like 10 years, we do 2000. 2003, 2013,
1: 2023, like I we'll just get into
0: this loop. We'll get into this loop. We'll we'll never. <laughs> 1973,
1: the best music year ever uh by Rolling Stone is 1969. By the way, that's Abbey Road.
0: That's like every every good and band ever from classic rock.
1: Abbey Road and Led Zeppelin's mm-hmm. debut album let's not
2: all right so 2011 we got rolling in the deep and no
0: hands uh waka flocka. so damn yeah i think we do something in the 2010s i'm okay with that
1: okay well we'll figure that out we'll be back within you know we like to space these out within two weeks or so within each Mm -hmm. other so uh for nick for dev thanks everyone for listening to bootleg and b-sides for the new classic nick Devon Seal, cheers and enjoy the day.
0: Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take
1: 42.